today it's me Roz Dress Velez, the bargain bin beauty but also your paranormal hostess on Ghosted the show you're already listening to now I want to talk today about hometown urban legends of the paranormal variety now if you have one to share you already know what to do just leave me five stars on apple podcasts and then write in the review your hometown urban legend or ghost story and i want to read it on the air if it's a real showstopper but if you don't have one you can also give me five stars I love asking people to tell me urban legends because I think every town in the world has them. It's usually something like, oh, there's this street where if you put your car in neutral, the little children of the fire from 1962 will push the car up the hill. It's usually something like that. Uh, Or, you know. If you're living in Mexico, I love hearing those because I know that there's some freaky shit that goes on down there. I have a relative that told me that there's, uh, <laughs> when, and he was a kid, that there's this this village legend of a gorgeous woman in a cloak that people would see walking around. And then if you got close enough to her, she actually has the face of a pig. Oink, oink. Well, I'm going to share a story about my hometown. I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan, you know, like most Mexican people, where the only pig-faced lady I saw as a kid was me! Growing up, I knew the urban legend of the Ada Witch. There's this, uh, this little suburb outside of Grand Rapids called Ada, and there's this super dark wooded area on the outskirts um, of the town that there's a very it's a very small street Uh, it's really spooky it's like you know you go at nighttime and it's like this country road and the trees feel like they're kind of caving in on your car like from above and you can't really see anything in front of you it's definitely when you turn on your um your your what do you i don't know cars you know when you turn on the lights and it's like extra bright your extra your super brights is that what it's called your super brights <laughs> i don't know anything about cars you know, because it's dark and spooky. And then there's this cemetery that's out there called Finley Cemetery. And uh, that's where it's reported that there's this woman in white that people see walking down the road. And I've actually, I've heard a few stories of her getting inside of the car. And then all of a sudden, you're like, so, where are you going tonight? And then she's gone. So it's, it's a really popular place to go when you're like a high schooler. I used to go all the time. But here's the urban legend. Who is the Ada Witch? Okay, here's the story. A married woman was having an affair. Now, according to lore, her husband suspected the infidelity. So one day, he decided to follow her into the woods inside Seedman Seedman Park. What the hell did you think was happening in a place called Seedman Park? 
He caught her in a little tryst with her lover, became angry, confronted them, and killed her straight off. The two men were fighting. They ended up causing enough injuries between the both of them that legend states they both died as well. So this area is pretty residential. There used to be hunting grounds there before there was a bunch of houses. And hunters reported hearing people fighting in the woods and taps on their shoulder. Now, here's an article I found from the local uh, news channel, WZZM 13. Ada resident Julie Wiley experienced a sighting. I was driving home from work, heading down Bailey Street, said Wiley. I was coming up the crest of the hill, and all of a sudden, I see a woman sitting in the middle of the street. She had a long, flowing blue dress on. She was sitting there waving her arms, and the words coming out of her mouth to me looked like she was asking, Help me! Help me! Wait, she was asking it, though. Help me? Help me! Now, it's been said for years and years that all three of those people, the woman, her uh, her side guy, and her husband, were all buried in the cemetery and that the witch's tombstone was actually still standing, the Ada witch herself. Now, it was said that her name was Sarah McMillan. And I remember for years going out there um, as a kid and in high school, and we'd all try to find, where's, where's the Ada witch's gravestone? It's Sarah McMillan. It's a really popular place where, like, at least when I was in high school, underage drinking would happen, and then all the kids would go down there, and then there'd always be this one girl that would be like, you guys, something just touched me. It really touched me. And then we'd all run, and then there'd be Mike's Hard Lemonade and Natty Ice cans everywhere. So it turns out that that woman, Sarah McMillan, she wasn't even the Ada Witch at all. There was a woman named Nicole Bray, who's a co-author of a book called Ghosts of Grand Rapids. She really did some deep diving and digging, and she found out that that was actually a mother of two that died of typhoid fever. And people, for some reason, just saw her tombstone because it looked old. It was from 1870, and they said, oh, that must be the Ada Witch, which I would be pissed if I died of typhoid fever and then people told everyone that I was a witch for all eternity so I want to squash that rumor it is not Sarah McMillan we don't know who the Ada witch is honestly who knows if she even was a witch who knows if that story even happened it doesn't even sound like there was uh, that story I mean a lot of research has been done so it might just be an urban legend but I do know from going out there lots of people taking photos and catching weird mist like things P.S. this was when I was in high school so no one was vaping at the time and they caught all this mist on on the cameras and you know people say that this woman appears so who is she who knows? It is a cemetery, so I can see where there could be some spirits lurking around. One more thing I will say about Nicole Bray, the author of Ghosts of Grand Rapids. It was really sweet of her. She put out some feelers to get a new headstone for Sarah, the woman that we thought was the Ada Witch, because people kept knocking it down and taking pieces of the, of the tombstone and selling it on eBay. Oh, you could buy a piece of the Ada Witch's gravestone. So now she has a brand new one, and I'm sure it's gorgeous. So if you're ever at Finley Cemetery, go pay your respects to this poor woman, Sarah McMillan, that is not not the Ada Witch. So yeah, that's uh, one of my urban legends from my hometown of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Tell me yours. And on with the show. 
You guys, I am here with Kyle Ayers of the Never Seen It podcast. Hello. So wait, your podcast, it is where you have comedians that have never seen a, a movie. They write their own script for it. They write it. a script of what they think it is or what they wish it was, but they've never seen it. Which I'm the perfect candidate for this show because I've never seen anything. Are you the kind of yeah. person that watches? I don't. I miss almost everything. I had a... The thing that kind of prompted it was I have a huge blind spot from growing up and we just never went to the movies or had cable. We, we'd have like some, but we never had movie stuff. And For what reason? I don't know. Just I grew up in Missouri and it just kind of wasn't, I think neither of my parents had it growing up. And so I, like, I just, I have a brother who is 10 years younger than I am. I'm 30. He's about to be 20. And I just saw a picture of him as a baby. So in 2000 and we had a, 13-inch console TV, like a wooden-sided, like it looks like the TV they would have in a Christmas story or something like an old. Right. And so I'm like, well, this is why I didn't see anything, is our TV was from 1965 in 2000. <laughs> I think my parents just got a high-definition TV this calendar year. Oh, congratulations to them. Yeah, it's a big year for them. Well, those are so much easier to steal than those old ones. The old ones are, it was furniture first and yeah, like right. a television second. Exactly. That's really what I think what they sold you was it all, it seems like like Don Draper tricked my parents into buying this TV or something. I literally don't watch anything, which yeah. is like what I'm saying, like never seen it story of my life. I And I live here in Hollywood where everybody sees everything. It feels like. People see so many movies here. They, I don't. They'll go see movie. They'll go make a point of seeing a movie opening night I had never heard of. I just, yeah, I watch really bad comedies, um, documentaries, and horror movies, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. I've never seen a single Harry Potter movie. Yeah. I've never seen <laughs> Star Wars. Okay. I've never seen um, a superhero. I've seen the superhero movie uh, with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, the the Batman one, but I've never seen anything. Right. Like, seriously. Superhero movies are almost just what movies are now. Mm-hmm. It's either that's almost like a like a documentary would be a, a genre of movie. Superhero is almost that prevalent. It's most well, of them. That's what that that whole thing missed me because when I was a child growing up in the '90s, all the other little boys loved Pokemon, mm-hmm. superheroes, Harry Potter, and um, basically that. And I would be on the playground and just like. This is so, like, I just want to be an adult. I'd be yeah. talking to these kids. Oh, did you hear about the latest in the OJ verdict? You hear about, you know, I'm like talking and they're like, they have nothing to say to me. And yeah. I'm like, I just can't wait till I'm an adult and I'll never have to hear about Pokemon right. we'll or Harry Potter. Somehow we'll still be talking about the OJ verdict, though. We're still talking about that. <laughs> and it turns out all the adults uh, my age, all they care about is Pokemon Go and Harry get, Potter right. land at Universal Studios. Yeah. But it, to help you out, there is a lot of OJ content still that's good there's, there's documentaries there's mm-hmm. mini series it's just then the what do you see so like the oj cinematic universe the ojcu <laughs> yes. i guess we could call that's it that's what we uh, call the it ju- juice i don't <laughs> all i remember about the oj verdict was my second grade teacher yelling at us about it <laughs> it's distinctly i associated with miss simmons oh miss um, simmons that's so miss simmons it's a very miss simmons things to do so where'd you grow up uh, i grew up in missouri in a a, a town called lake tapawingo it's very it's like like 800 okay, people. that's like the most fun city name for like the most dark sounding state ever. Missouri is a bizarre state. It sounds everyone, it sounds like misery. It does sound like and misery. And then where are you from? Lake Tacawingo. I think I have the hat on right now. 
Uh, that that this is this, uh, you know how visuals play on a podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They gave me this hat for doing stand up there, and this hat makes it look like Lake Tepuingo died in two thousand one, <laughs> but it was just like the seventy fifth anniversary of the city oh, or something. It has the year it came. But it okay. looks like it like died in nine eleven or something, mm, and they're like rest in bad. peace, Lake Tepuingo. Oh, Lake Tepuingo. Uh, yes, it's you know a haunted place. Kind of a haunt. I kind of I describe Missouri to people as like. Uh, Probably a season of cereal eventually. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah, it's like sure. all of it is a true crime podcast about to happen all the time. Great. There's just weird uh, faux religious tones everywhere. And with that sort of follows like a lot of uh, belief in ghosts and belief in uh, paranormal and or belief in nothing. So like a pretty Christian, very Catholic. Christian, Bible belty. Okay. Um, when it suits them, sort of thing. Not as uh, it's just a little different than the South, and it's a little different than other places in the Midwest. Right. It's just kind of got this weird overlap, and it has it, it's it's a state that's been around as far as people living there a lot longer than the state. Just bizarre lore around the state and things like that. Um, but it's just an interesting. It touches a lot of states. It's easy to get around. Okay, so I know that this is all I know about your paranormal experiences. Mm-hmm. You have made trips, a trip trips to the stole stole Kansas. Stole Kansas. Yes. Uh, yeah. We when I was in high school, in my latter high school years, which is how I'll start my worst novel. I was a ghost hunter. I got into like paranormal investigating. Really? And it all started Did from- Did you have the equipment? We had some of the equipment and mostly like access to equipment. I guess if you want to figure out kind of where I'm from, you could get ghost hunting equipment at a library. That's where I grew up. That's probably <laughs> okay. a pretty good way to describe it is uh, books, not as much, but ghost hunting equipment. Sure. You know, you could get this stuff and, and you had access to it through whatever AV programs the Mid-Continental Public Library had with them. And- I was kind of interested in paranormal things. Life circumstances brought me thinking about it more often, and I started getting into it. And it was at kind of the time where more fun ghost hunting programming also existed on TV. Where now there's ghost hunting shows. They take it, uh, but there used to be like Fear on MTV, yes. and, and where I remember the cameras were facing them yeah they played that god smack song and got everyone excited to go <laughs> god <laughs> smack yeah and so uh i started being there was there's always the the folk tales that that sort of exist through high school and especially early internet seemed to be a I, everyone always thinks like when they were everything was perfect when they were a kid or whatever but and so i don't mean to be sounding like that but it was very easy for tales to spread when the internet was – you're on like a geocities.com slash haunted Missouri or a Zanga for like – you know what I mean? Like Zanga. Right, exactly. So I'm like giving e-props to a ghost. Oh, my God. Children, <laughs> you never experienced Zanga. Right. What, uh, what was Zanga? It's, it's it was like MySpace. It was like a MySpace journal. Yeah, and you could have your your own song on there, right? You could have your music playing. What was your song? Mine was uh, probably Coheed and Cambria, uh, oh some my sort God. of Coheed and Cambria song. Another word I have not heard. Right? Another two. <laughs> you, you're really throwing it back. Yeah, those words in that order Coheed. give people interesting feelings. Uh, it was, so we would, you could really find enough information to get interested in ghost stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember... I remember going to very a lot of web pages right. about ghosts. A lot of centered text with a 
patterned tile background. Possible comic sans. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're scroll, and they're like one little gif of sort of moving of a ghost Very across early and gif. back and forth. Yes. It was such a skeleton. If, if, if people don't know, the movie Space Jam has a very funny website that's still up that they haven't updated since the movie came out. Oh. And you can go look at Space Jam. And that's kind of how all it, it really makes you feel like old internet. Yeah. You like hover over a link and it turns into a basketball. And you're like, uh-huh. this stuff. Why did we develop the dumbest parts of the internet to work first? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we would go to these sites and, and, and look up haunted places in Missouri. And we would get very interested in them and then haunted places around. I grew up close to Kansas City, so that's right on the border of Kansas and Missouri. And kind of go explore around these places. I remember early we went to one where it's like it would tell you these, you know, you park your car, you leave your lights off, and then your car, you'll feel your car shake, and then there'll be handprints on the back of your car. Yeah. Places like this. I feel like many towns have that story. Exactly. That one is, seems to be like something sort of like that. You put some powder on the on the back of your car, <laughs> and you'll see little baby fingers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It definitely won't be your hands yeah. from when you put it there. Uh-huh. It'll be, and so there were a lot of those. And then we, some, you know, my friends and I who were interested and we started reading about places around Missouri and I, I legitimately had and on my wall and still own a Missouri-Kansas border map with sticky notes, almost like a conspiracy theorist map mm-hmm. of the 20 most haunted places circa Missouri-Kansas border. Okay. And was like, we're going to go to all of them. And so we would kind of look them up and see which ones had the better stories versus which ones kind of seemed like not worth the time. A lot of insane asylums, a lot of this broken building used to be a hospital or something like that. And you would actually go to those places. Like, and, and yeah, yeah. We we would we would write them all. We kind of like rank and wanted to make our way through the, through all of them. That's and great. so you're doing like a little bit of like a distance versus how scary we think it'll be. Like we're not going to drive eight hours to do the hands on the bumper. Sure. But we'll drive three hours for an insane asylum. Hell yeah. And um, lots of times you get there and it's just a rubble. And 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 so we had a little bit of equipment, uh, uh, night vision cameras. Uh, EVP record basically just recording audio. Did you have um, the MTV Fear camera? <laughs> no, no, no. We weren't bankrolled. Uh, Viacom didn't reply to any emails, oh, man. unfortunately. But Godsmack did. Godsmack they're did like, we'll give you the unprompted. song. <laughs> yeah, they were like, we'll play live at the Insane Asylum <laughs> sure. if you want. I live here, and yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> we're gonna be there next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and then number one on all these these lists. Were and this is probably the sixth or seventh place we went to was the Stoll Cemetery in in Stoll, Kansas, which is listed as one of these the it, gateways to hell, mm-hmm. right? And so there's this belief in in hyper Christian wings of that there's actual physical entrances to hell, where uh, uh, anyone who's trans like if you're coming to Earth from hell, you come from one of these blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, they say there's seven mm-hmm. gateways to hell. Yes. So we know one. What are the others? There's Burbank Town Center Mall. <laughs> For real? No, oh, I was no. gonna say I didn't. I don't There's... even know any of the other ones. Marshalls. Um, have you ever been there? No, That's yeah. a gateway to hell. <laughs> it is this time my of year. My ex-wife's uh, house. <laughs> <laughs> my ex-wife's we mother's so, house. The biggest thing for us with this place is we found out that the uh, who, Benedict, who was the Pope at the time, would not fly over any of them. And so that yes. gave it a lot of validity. Even though he was a Nazi, 
So maybe we shouldn't be listening to his <laughs> flight paths or whatever. Yeah, isn't he the one that was like, I'm good, He's I'm out of here. He's a Nazi who retired. Yeah, which, sure. not really. And no, no one who wants to retire to Venezuela who's 100 should be allowed to. Uh, and so, but this was a big, it gives a lot of validity. You're like, and you read, you're like, oh, this says the Pope won't fly over stole. It's got to be so serious. And it's a very small town. It's like 20 people it's, live there. No one lives there. Yeah. It's nothing. And we look it up, and it's maybe an hour and 15 minutes um, from where we want to go or from where we live. And so we had this routine uh, where we would always go very late on weeknights because you want to minimize the amount of people that will be around, right? So you want to be there at 2, 3 in the morning on a weeknight because that's the least chance of – everyone has the same internet. We did some weekend things, and you sometimes another car would roll up mm-hmm. or something like that. And so you kind of want to make sure you're doing these things when no one else will be around. And so we would always meet and all carpool from the same McDonald's. Just very, it's, you know, the biggest thing happening in, in, in Blue Springs, Missouri is the McDonald's. And we would carpool there and someone would drive. I'm going to try and leave people's names out. Uh, um, and so we decided it's like a Wednesday night. And we're like, we're going to go to Stoll. This is like the thing that we kind of been waiting to do. At this point, my belief in ghosts is... Uh, hyper one way or the other depending on recent things so I very much will be like this is all a farce you go and you see what you want to see and you convince yourself of these things or I'm very much like I see ghosts just kind of depending on what mood I'm in I'm I'm in like a, a malleable emotional state at the time anyways let alone just being a high school kid and, and being like hormone raging crazy um, and so I'm I at this I probably am pretty sure I have seen ghosts at this point, so I'm going in with that sort of open mindset. But like, what experiences were you using? Were you drawing from that you might have seen a ghost before? Um, so when I was in, this gets a little bit heavier of a, a but that's okay. Everyone that's will okay. follow. Uh, when I was in a, a year before that or so. Uh, my best friend killed himself, mm. and it was like a very weird situation. And I like that. I'll sum it was super kooky, and no, it was like it's just a weird situation. Sounds so trivializing, um, but it was it, it it kind of like uh, left me feeling. It was a point where I was quasi like living over where he was, and it was someone I saw every day, and our families were very close. And then like everything surrounding it kind of left me like. Uh, emotionally drained and unsure how to deal with it because I was a kid and I don't I think I like unfairly had expectations my parents for how to help me with it I was was very resentful towards uh, my other friends in high school uh, because I feel like we all sort of let it happen and Mm -hmm. I was also very like um, um, upset about fallout of it counseling and like things like that all felt very fake and it it's it messed with my sleep schedule very much and i was having like nightmares every night and so i was very tired and i was very strung out and i was very sad and alone and then sometimes i would have dreams that sort of bled into reality and i would see him i would see my friend brett and and i would be uh awake and certain it was a ghost or some sort of Ghost sounds almost like 
too funny. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Yeah. But like some sort of iteration of something where I could interact with him and I've had conversations with him before. Wow. And still not even you know, still within this year, it's something that pops up every once in a while if really? I'm like stressed out or if I'm like just if something's happening and, and, and I can't quite get myself together, it seems like something that'll come back when my sleep starts to, you know what I mean? And and then I started it, it see it just seems so real. And I would go and I would visit where he was buried and, and I would see him there and I would see like uh, I would have conversations and it sounds very weird dumb to say out loud do you know what i mean no no um, no i i i totally get what you're saying because yeah. i i have that as well yeah i have um a grandmother that is i have a couple of grandmothers that are um like come in they come into my life in certain times they'll they'll kind of appear their yeah. presence will be known yeah i don't even i guess but and before without uh tangenting too far from our stole trip i what it is and now I'm in some weird place where everyone is very certain about how they feel about everything. Um, I'm just kind of in a place where even I use the idea of like what a ghost is or something like that is like whatever iteration of him that is that I can interact with, even if it's something that's let's say on a, a complete non-believer side, it's a thing that exists only in my brain as a way of coping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not ruling out the idea that whatever happens to you after you die allows you to exist in and out of someone like that to communicate with them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't have the answers for these things. So I'm right. still very open to the idea of like, whatever science wants to label something can still be as a result of some non-scientific thing. Um, so anyway, so that led me into this whole like ghost thing that kind of uh, uh, moved me into it. And we started. Uh, so that's when after that experience is when the paranormal research and stuff started yeah, happening. So you start, the whole right, and okay. so you start at least having interest in it, and then not. <laughs> I would say like-minded people, but then you meet the people who are like ghost hunters. You're like, well, like-minded <laughs> is not the term yeah, for us right. to use for each yeah. other. Um, but an, an experience like that can lead you to believe that there is more. It, existence after after death or you know it, it opens your mind to so many possibilities yeah and yeah. i i would always try and be um not deprecating or negative about it but just sort of accepting and 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 positive and happy that he's around in whatever way that mm-hmm. he's around and it's tough and it's 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 but it, it yeah it definitely led me into like the people go hunt for and it was probably out of like let me try and get my friend on videotape you know what I mean? Okay. Let me try and get something here because a lot of the early things were taking this equipment down to to that cemetery in in where he's he's at and and roaming around and having a few bizarre uh, encounters. Um, I don't want yeah I don't want to start telling stories inside of stories or anything like that and and lose everyone. So we'll get back to what we were talking about. That's okay. We can um, get to it. Yeah. Well, one time I do remember this is a very like. Uh, when I was so I was I was at the cemetery in Blue Springs where where my friend is buried and walking around trying to just kind of like feel things, and it was just like a you know it's just there super late at night with a couple of friends, and then uh, someone kept yelling to stop. Someone was like stop 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 stop, and I hadn't didn't recognize any voice or anything, and so I'm like okay okay, and so I stop thinking it's like one of my friends yelling at me, but it is not. And wherever I was standing, and I and 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 I sort of like got my bearings, and where I was was right where my grandfather is buried, 
And I was like, and so I just sort of like gathered my composure and I had never, it had been a long time since I had visited where he was buried and had never even associated that he was in the same cemetery. Like you could have oh, told wait. me it was a different city. You heard, you heard someone say stop. Yeah. It wasn't one of your friends. It wasn't. I just assumed it was, but it was not. No one was wow. around. And then I just sort of got my bearings. And then there is, you know, Mueller and the dates all add up. And that's, it's my mother's uh, father. And, and I was just like, I mean. Maybe I'm reading into this thing. Maybe it's something, you know, it's then you start to wonder where what I'm, you know, I don't know. And it's still sort of just like a vague thing in my head. And so but anyway, so I'm very interested in these things. I start getting more into it. You start noticing around where I grew up, there's like old Victorian houses that they used to do these experiments on people. And you wonder what's real. You wonder what's not real. We go to a lot of these places and most of my reactions leaving the places are uh, I could get what I want. This will reaffirm my belief either way. Um, if I think there are ghosts, I will find them here. If I don't, I won't. You know, mm-hmm. there's answers for everything on either side. And so we decided to go to Stoll. Stoll is the big thing. Stoll is sort of what all of these sites referenced, where it's like, oh, Missouri, Kansas, there's this place, there's this place, and you have to go to Stoll. They're like, people aren't allowed there anymore. Radio stations used to try and do stuff there on Halloween, and the city kicks everyone out. They're like, if you're going to go, you have to be super careful. The people there hate this. They hate that people just come walk around and look for this because it's a small town. And so, like, you have to, you have to go. The people will call the cops immediately. You can't do anything. And so we're like, well, let's go. We're going to go. We're going to go on some weeknight. We go very late. We meet at this McDonald's, and it is downpouring. Downpouring to, like, if it rains as much in Los Angeles, people don't go to work. Well, that's not saying that much. But yeah, if it right. rains anything, it is downpouring. It is so it is you can't hear people in the same car. It's raining so loud. Oh, wow. And so we decide we're like, well, do we even want to do this? It's raining so hard. And then someone who's in the group is like, it's better because no one will be there. Well, yes, there's that. And then there's also part of the lore is that there's a an old church in Stoll. Do you know about this? Yeah. Is this part of the story? There is an old, there's, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that there's an old ch- church that the uh, roof kind of no longer exists and yeah. it doesn't rain. It doesn't get wet inside right. of oh, there. Oh, no, we this we oh, want okay. to go for this exact uh, 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 church. And so we decide to go. And it's, it's it, it, is, it is a good idea if you're going to trespass to do it as late during as inclement as weather that you can handle, uh, just from a practicality standpoint. And so we decide, so we're like, let's go. It's pretty close to a straight shot down I-70 west for us, just ahead into Kansas. And then you get off and you kind of just divert till highways get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And so we're driving and it's about 30, 35 minutes in, we start to get into Kansas. No one's out. It's some trucks in us. It's the middle of the night. And we, we start to get to a toll. And so you get into Kansas, you get to a toll. I wish everything didn't rhyme. It really makes it sound like a folktale when everything rhymes. And you pay the Uh, toll. And we get to the toll, we pay it, and and we drive through. And then after we get through the toll, you know when it's 50 lanes and it gets down to one Mm -hmm. after a toll? Someone gets right behind us, and it's, like, very bright. And we don't know if their brights are on or if it's just rain because everything, headlights amplify the lights so much. And so we're just commenting on this. We're talking. We're goofing off. And then we get to the exit uh, to start to head towards Stoll. I mean, Stoll's small enough where it's not the city on the exit. Do you know mm, what I mean? It's you like, got to keep going. It's just an exit. Yeah. And then you got to go and you got to eventually – I would imagine there's one sign. And this is 
maybe we're using a Garmin. You know what I mean? This is there's a Garmin, not like, like Tom Tom, <laughs> right? Someone's Tom Tom. <laughs> Someone's parents have a subscription to Tom Tom to help us get there. So uh, a, a Garmin or a Tom Tom, they were a GPS device because uh, we didn't have them in our phones at yeah. the time. Which I still have mine because I I don't know if I feel like oh I just might need it one day. Yeah, it was only maps. Yeah, this is what it was: satellite maps. But it was. Everything when it came out, it was oh, incredible. Yeah. Like this follows me when I turn. Exactly, and I, I t- still to this day, my dad handwrites directions <laughs> to people because he doesn't have a cell phone. Oh, and so he's very much like, you could be driving to Los Angeles from Kansas City, and my dad would be like, okay. Well, first you're gonna when you leave the house take a right. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then uh, you're gonna do a couple more, a right, and then a left, and then you're on that road for 31 hours, and then a left. And oh like my that's god. how he'll describe it to you, and he'll pull out a piece of paper and flip it over and draw you like, okay, here you'll get to Denver here. Like he'll oh, draw Jesus. a whole line for a 10 hour drive, and then be like, and then when you get to Denver, there's a huge tree on the exit, and you're gonna take a left. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and he just he just doesn't. He does, he just doesn't think and sometimes now he'll be like you could put it in your phone, right? Like he's like sarcastically burning yeah. my phone. Yeah, I'm like sure. my phone doesn't care if you don't like it. Right. Um it loves it. <laughs> it's doing okay. And so so we would we probably drew the directions down, I would imagine, just based on everyone's based on the class system that we were all coming from. I don't know. We might have had a Garmin, but probably MapQuest. And then wrote oh, hand, hand wrote down the map quest results. Of course. And um, so we get off. Uh, so we go, and we're driving, and we go to get off at this exit, and that car that was following us gets off at the same exit. Oh my god! And it's not the kind of situation. There's only one lane, so they can't pass the, or right. Well, they could have passed us on the interstate, but we're all both just kind of cruising. It's raining so hard; no one's right. speeding. We're all going basically the speed of semi trucks. So everyone's in. It's a two lane interstate, but everyone's in the right lane. Because it's raining so hard. And then we get off, and this person gets off. And they're close enough to us where we're like, oh, the car's getting off. You notice. There's nothing happening. Yeah. And y- you you don't rational, you know, in your head, you're like, they're probably just, you don't, your first thought isn't, we're being followed. Sure. Your first thought is, they're probably, your first thought's nothing. And then you notice they're still behind you. And you're like, that guy got off too. What's up with that? So you drive maybe five, ten more minutes, taking some turns. This car is still behind us. Oh, I hate that. You're taking a left, you're taking a right, they're still behind us. Everything's getting a little smaller, right? Or near less and less stuff. There's no longer even gas stations. This is nowhere. We're in nowhere. It's Kansas. It, the whole thing is almost nowhere. And we're driving, and we get onto the turn to go into where you'll finally see like a stall sign. It's not even like welcome, it's just like stall, pop, 80, whatever. And we turn in, and this car follows us again. Mm. And so now we're starting to think they're following us. And so we're like, well, if they're following, do we? What do we do? Do we? Do we drive in circle? U turn to see if they're following. Do we go? And then someone wants to be brave, and they're like, just go. They're not. There's four of us. You know what I mean, or whatever. It's like just go. And so we drive, and we drive, and we drive, and they're still following us. They're still following us. They're still following us. And so then, when you get to into actual area where the Stoll Cemetery is, so it's kind of on a hill, and up around the corner of the cemetery. My hands aren't going to play on the podcast, but they'll help you. Uh, so when we're driving 
on this side, the, the cemetery comes up on a little bit of a hill. And the church you're talking about is around the edge, just on the far side of the cemetery, which is just then next to the woods and a lake. And so it's a little isolated thing. That, that broken church is up there. Across the street, there's a church. Yeah, there's like a new church a and new the church. old church. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also another brick building, which is just a little ways down from the church, but basically adjacent to it, which is a fire department. And it's like all, a real working, I don't know, whatever Stoll would have. I'm sure the county probably does most of the stuff. Sure. Uh, and just a building out there. And so we're pulling up and we kind of see, we're like, there's a cemetery, there's a cemetery uh, on the right. And so we were like, all right, we'll just pull into this church. And here we start thinking of all, like, what's our rationale here? If uh, this person, maybe they're from here and they know what we're, you know what I mean? They're tired of us. Now, like, how many miles or so at this point were these people? Have we gone on the same path as this person? 30? Oh, my God. That's so scary. Okay. It's a long, it's enough to where you you will, it is, and it's not like you're driving 30 miles to the beach Mm -hmm. where this is a very bunch of people go to the beach every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so during the rain at night. During the rain at night is two something in the morning probably. And um so we we decide to pull into this church and we so we pull the car into the church. We're in like a Ford Escape, right? And we park on the far side of the parking lot under like a little bit of some tree cover, blah blah blah. And we're like, Okay, um, what's our blah, blah, what's our story? And uh, what will we do if this guy is following us? And then the car following us does turn into the same church parking lot hmm. and parks on the opposite side of the parking lot of us, the side closest to the street, closest to the cemetery. And so now we're like, they're following, you know what I mean? They are following us. What, what are we going to do? Initial thought is they live here and are tired of people coming here for this. And so they're going to tell us to not do this. But how would they have known from 30 miles away? We're not sure. That's kind of, that's the other, that's the back and forth is like, well, mm-hmm. they could, maybe they were going home to the area and saw that we were going here and saw Missouri plates and we're like, God damn it, some kids, blah, blah, blah. Like kind of, you know, went a little bit out of their way to come stop us from doing this. What kind of car was this? They're in like a minivan. Oh, the nothing good happens <laughs> nothing, in a minivan. Yeah, no one's ever been a minivan away from success. Yeah, <laughs> uh, everyone's been a minivan away from roots, from planting roots, not the show. And uh, <laughs> and so we uh, uh, we sit there for I couldn't tell you five minutes or six hours, <laughs> a long time. But it feel however long it is, it feels like a long time. Deciding what we're gonna do. I'm like, well, what if we just leave? We haven't done anything illegal. What if we tell him we were lost? What if we tell him we were just turning around, but then he pulled in behind us and freaked us out? And eventually, once someone just wants to be brave, it's like, let's just go. They're probably just here to do what we're doing. Maybe they'll come with us. And we're like, oh, wait, for some reason that made sense. Okay. We're like, yeah, they're definitely also here to hunt ghosts. Yeah. And so we just get out of the car. It is pouring. We're no umbrellas. Like, just, like, hats and, you know, I probably in a trash bag that I cut a head hole in. Oh, yeah, a classic. And, um, like you're at a Gallagher concert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere's the splash zone for me at this point. Yeah. And we get to, 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 we have to walk by the minivan to go to get up the little walkway to go in the cemetery. And so we're walking by the minivan, kind of trying to stare straight forward. And I glance over, and there's just someone in the driver's seat with the hood up. Like, not the, like a hoodie, hood up. Oh, okay. And they don't look at us. <laughs> they stay staring straight forward. 
we just cross the street. We go up, we start to get in the cemetery. And then we're just like, you kind of, you forget about the looming situation that is this person, this car, and we start actually doing what we're trying to do. And so uh, no audio reader is going to be that great because it's pouring rain and we're taking some night vision video and we're mostly exploring around and there's very old graves. It is an interesting cemetery, but it's just a cemetery. And then we find uh, the ch- well, we find the church. It is caved in. It is raining in it. Um, we don't want to get too far in it because it's kind of a little bit of a buildup with like a rock area, and then because there's all this mythos of like it was it was a, a, a satanic church, mm-hmm. and that it got struck by lightning at some point, and so it is just it's a caved in church. Uh, no one wants to go in. It's a little dangerous, and it's it's like caved pretty far, like into pretty far down. So we we kind of explore around this church. There's a big circle path around the entire cemetery and then a little bit of like how cemetery paths work, which are mostly just beaten down footpaths in between graves. And then we're trying to find if what a literal gateway to hell is. And so we've been to- told and, and read that there is like there is a space that is this for whatever reason. There is a space that is the actual gateway to hell. And you can look and you can find it. And so we're roaming around. It's very dark. You don't even, you know, we have flashlights, but you're trying not to use flashlights. And there's a couple of streetlights, so it's not impossible. And eventually someone finds what what we think is is the gateway to hell that is at Stoll Cemetery. And it's sort of just a little bit of an enclave down into the earth. And then you go down. And it's half the size of the studio we're in now, right? So it's like eight by eight maybe. And it's just like a dirt space down, not completely underground, but in a cemetery. Wait, you guys went down there? Yes. It's just, you can just kind of like a little hill into it. Oh, my God. And so it's it's, it's kind of creepy. At the time, it's very creepy. And at the time, I'm also like, it's raining. We probably don't want to. But are you sure it wasn't like where they were going to bury someone or anything? It was a little more established than that, okay. right? It wasn't uh, like a grave, <laughs> but it was a thing you can enter and a couple of you could be in it at the same time. And so we walk around, we take whatever it, it video. It's all muddy and nasty It's at pretty this point? nasty at that point. Yeah. And then you also start to realize like uh, uh, you're kind of on the side of bodies now instead of being on top right. of them. And that's that's a very creepy feeling. Yeah. And so we don't spend a lot of time there. We don't want – it's disgusting. We're disgusting. We get up and we start to walk back around. And then this is when it gets, like, unexplainable. Oh, God. I'm already creeped out. Um, we start to explore around a little bit more, and it borders some woods, right? And so you're kind of – the back wall, I'll call it, of the cemetery, the far side, is woods. And we're walking along, and it's very quiet. And then we're all, no one's talking, just kind of calm. And then as clear as I can hear something. And as anyone, anyone and I, I cannot explain it. You hear, wait for me. I'm right here. And it's none of us. And no one said, we all turned because we all looked at each it's none of our voices and none of us we didn't know it, and you just heard it it maybe the maybe the maybe the woods 
but like right there, right, right next, almost like someone's entering your group mm-hmm. and then wait. And then we took off. Oh my God. We took this off is running. so scary. We I can't handle through. this. It was a lot. What did we I were... sign up for? <laughs> I thought this was going to be a fun show. <laughs> so we left, we ran, we ran, we ran down the hill. We left the cemetery. We ran across the street. We get into our car. We get ready to leave. Once we got back into the parking lot, the guy in the minivan got out of his minivan. He went around to the back of the minivan. He opens the hatch. He grabs whatever, a bag, something out of the minivan, some thing, like two-hand-sized thing, and he takes off up through the cemetery into the woods. And we just left. What? The voice was, I mean, the voice was a woman's voice that we heard. Oh, it was a woman. And... We didn't know what to – so we leave. We don't want to be there anymore. I don't even want to be there now. And we leave, and we're driving back. And no one says anything. We get back and get back. A few weeks go by, right? Some time passes. And we're all in high school. And we come into class one day, and one of the friends that was with us comes up, and he has this, like, article from a newspaper. And he's like, look at what happened here. And they found a body around the outskirts of the lake right next to the Stoll Cemetery. Timing-wise would line up from when we were there. Didn't know where it came from. Just someone. They thought might have died on their own. What? Yeah. So what is your theory? Do you think that that man had a body in his Well, we were curious. It was not a body-sized thing that he pulled out of his van. Um, the only way I could describe it is like one of those bags a pool cue would come in. You ever see someone carrying around their own? Not at all. Uh, uh. I'll Google it though. Yeah, yeah. Um, or I don't really know how else to, like a bow, what a bow and arrow would be. I don't want to imply it a bow and arrow, but like something that okay. size. Okay. Um, so it a freaks shovel? us out. <laughs> Maybe if a shovel, you unscrewed a shovel in half. Maybe a shovel. Well, there's um and so we decide uh, we want to go back. No. Um a little bit of time has passed. But what did they, you know, who died? Like there was no information. It was a very small thing. It wasn't like a it wasn't like they were looking for a murderer. They had no information. They just found someone. And we decided to go back, and we drive back once again, like late at night, one night, to go back to Stoll. And we get there; it's not raining or anything. It's it, and 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 we're driving down the road, in between the church and the cemetery. And then we see there's some people sitting out in front of this brick building, the one next to the church. And there's people sitting out there, and it's late, too, same time. And we're driving the car, and not as, raining though, not raining. And as we're driving, one of the guys walks right into the middle of the street. And then he puts his hand up to stop the car. And we're just like, do not stop. Like, that's us in the car. We're like, do not stop. And he's like holding his hand up to stop the car. And we're like, do do not stop. And so my friend just bolts around him and, and we leave and have to find a back way out. And we just we didn't investigate what was happening mm. there because we didn't want to talk to that guy. Yeah. Nothing good's going to happen from talking to whoever that guy was who just walked in the right, middle of the exactly. street. Uh, that man with no fear of death or at least getting hit by a car. If and he was even alive still. I don't know. And that's kind of and 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 
Not a lot has really been, you know, I've done a little bit of like trying to find out what happened and, and it, it's all a little scrubbed and it's all very vague. The, the death or the, the body? Death and all of it and, and kind of just disappears and the voice, I could just, I mean, if I heard it, if that person was here, I could tell you it was her. Even if there were 20 people here who sounded like her, I could be like, right there. If I heard that specific voice, it's very distinct in my head still. Yeah, I bet. And we never, Stoll has since sort of like revamped the cemetery in an effort to keep people from going there. And it, um, you know, I don't know if you can renovate hell. Um, <laughs> it sounds like a, some sort of Gordon Ramsay kitchen show. And because uh, it became. Tabitha's hell takeover. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, hell flippers. It's just two guys sure. who try to flip hell and resell it. Yep, yep. Um, I think it's just because it, with the rise and spread of information on the internet, it became probably overrun. And then ra- people started trying to do things like radio stations would be there on like Halloween. We're outside of Stull. Let's go hassle these people. Yeah, and, I've like, read became, a lot about them, about Halloween in particular because mm-hmm. part of the lore is um, let's see I wrote some of this down the devil appears in the cemetery mm-hmm. the devil himself or herself yeah. I don't want to gender yeah. I don't know what the devil <laughs> identifies as right. I, in 2018 <laughs> 2019 uh, so the devil appears in the cemetery two times a year the spring equinox and Halloween mm-hmm. so those are like big nights yeah. in the area so, and they always people always get shut down by the cops and by um, locals but uh, apparently the devil is visiting a witch that was buried there and there's actually a tombstone that has that no one really knows who it is but it has the word W-I-T-T-I-C-H which hmm. is Wittich Wittich I'm sure we probably went in with that information and sure it just never it all all the setup became a blur pretty quickly in my head Okay, there's um, here's um, a little story that I read online. Um, okay, one story told of two men who were visiting Stoll Cemetery one night and became frightened when a strong wind began blowing out of nowhere. They ran back to their car only to find that the vehicle had been moved to the other side of the highway and was now facing in the opposite direction. Another man claimed to experience this same anomalous wind but inside of the church rather than in the graveyard he claimed that the sinister air current air current knocked him to the floor and would not allow him to move for some time incidentally it is inside the same church where they where witnesses say no rain will fall even though the crumbling building has no roof Mm. yeah I can't believe someone went into that it looked hazardous yeah, I don't know when this, this website that I went to was very much those early web page yeah. <laughs> situations. So I don't know how long ago. Um, but that was a big draw was wanting to go to that. And mm-hmm. we just were like, for safety's sake, we're not going to climb up the edge of a wall. Well, good thing your car was still right. where you parked it. Yeah, but it sounds like our car was parked where cars got moved to. Oh. Because I could see where they probably parked uh-huh. if it crossed the highway. Ambitious of them to call it a highway. If it crossed the highway, <laughs> if it crossed, which I guess it is the highway. There's hey, just life no other is roads, a highway. Right, right, right <laughs> um, yeah, I would see where someone would try and park in the drive of the actual cemetery. We just didn't want the car to be visible there. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
EVPs or EVPs. Okay, well, we do a little game here on Ghosted called EVPs or (laughs) EVPs. Basically, what uh, the game is... Because I find typically on YouTube people's EVPs, electronic voice phenomenon, Mm -hmm. that they have recorded. So essentially, um, they believe they've recorded ghost voices. Mm -hmm. Now, we've all seen it on these TV shows. It'll be like, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, no, he just said, I'm thirsty or whatever. And a lot of times (laughs) you can't. It doesn't sound like that. He just said, I'm for sure a ghost. Put me on TV. You put me on TV. (laughs) This is my break. I brought my headshot. Uh, So this was uploaded by a YouTuber named Bunny Rockette. You're going to first hear some leaves crackling. And I want you to tell me what you think this first EVP says. Wait, we're going to do it again. It's really quick. Go to... It almost sounds like get fucked to me for a second. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely sounds, you can definitely hear get. Get, yeah. I can hear get the. Get the or get my dad is kind of what I heard. I, I hear, don't mean to project on it. I hear get the wand. Get the wand? Let me. Yeah, okay. I heard, well, yeah, yeah. Get the wand. Get the, I definitely hear the get the. It also sounds very urgent. Yes. Well, it is believed by this YouTuber that they're either saying get the wall or hit the wall. Now, it's funny because this YouTuber says that they were actually talking about this little wall that they noticed that somebody made out of bricks. Uh-huh. So that's why they believe they might have said okay. get so the wall. Okay, so it was wall. like the, it was something that stood out. Yeah, okay. they were just talking about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What, okay. I like... Uh, yeah, once you have the context to it, you're sort of, okay. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm here with it. Now, this one, uh, this was recorded after the YouTuber had just talked about, she, the YouTuber says that they got uh, a feeling of urgency, like they needed to just get out of there. Yeah. And then they heard this. Oh, that was so quiet. It sounded like help me, though. I still hear help me. Me too. And that's what the YouTuber thinks they yeah, said. I definitely so they're still like, hear it. okay, I'm getting out of here. And then they heard someone say, help me. Wait, one more time. See, these are the ones where I hear something like this. And I'm like, people who claim that this is only the wind, I'm like, this is fucking, is this the genie from Aladdin making this wind? Because that's not the wind. That's something. Maybe it was the genie from Aladdin. Well, this is Will Smith's non blue version. Okay. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> Okay. That sounded like help me though. That's what they believe it said. It's so spooky. Was that were those the voices that that heard that said what you heard? It was possibly. Uh, it was no. It was clearly <laughs> um, like this. Those those were both tone toneless. Um, you know what I mean? I whispers. This was someone uh, mad they were being ignored or desperate. I'm terrified. Uh, um, yeah, I thought it'd be more fun. In my head, the story's more fun, but then when I tell it, I'm like, "Oh, it's mostly not as fun. It's kind of scary." No, it is fun, <laughs> but it's very scary. Yeah, it's fun to be scared. It's it is uh, it is the yeah it is the fun to be scared thing. In, in I just head. don't like poking fun or anything at 
like a gateway to hell. Well, I did make a couple of jokes yeah. about a gateway to hell, but there's something about a, a, such a sinister place like this that it scares me so much to like to to make fun. And I and I I used to be in a more cynical place in my head of like why would there specifically be like stole is so like it with Christ and then I just uh, the older I get the and the more uh I'm okay with not having to have a definitive answer for everything. The more I'm just like, well, there's a reason there's so much overlap in the folklore of all humans. People from all over the world before you could communicate all over the world had similar experiences Mm -hmm. as far as lore, similar spiritual experiences, similar monstrous experiences. So this is probably just a place where something happens and it's being attributed and projected into Catholicism or whatever. Right. But it is – maybe those specifics aren't where it is, but there's a reason that places like this existed and superseded any specifics. Well, and from what it seems like, it doesn't seem like good. Right. You know, it whether it is yeah. the devil themselves or not, it is... Or a uh, the devil. Yeah. Yeah. It was very much... Uh, generally, the vibe was very creepy and just existing there. And then everything else that happened cir- circumstantial or because of just amplified it, I guess. Yeah. And the thought that people live there... It's truly a weird place to invest in real estate. Right. And there's, it says online that there's people that um, live there and they hate people visiting. And there's lots of theories that they're not even of this earth. There's also some, I know people for a long time believed everyone who lived there was a Satanist, Mm -hmm. um, masking as someone else. Like, uh, and then sometimes I'm like, yo, just move. I mean, I know that's, uh, you can't always just move, but it's like, how are you settling down and stole? It's not like there's anything to draw you right. here. It's not work. Like, <laughs> I don't know how this Unless is where you work you at up. McDonald's, but there's right. McDonald's in every town. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. transfer. I know one 100 miles from Stoll where people park before they drive to Stoll. You can work at that one. Yeah, Which right. Chapel Road and I-70. It's always hiring. <laughs> well, thank you so much <laughs> yeah. for being yeah, here. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having Tell me. Tell people where they can find you and all that stuff. Um, I'm... Just kind of Kyle Ayers across everything. It's, uh, Kyle and A Y E R S. So jumped on most of those handles pretty early. So that's where I'm at. Spooky. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for listening. As always, I want to hear your ghost stories. So here's how you can get them to me. Please write a review. Give me five stars first, though, or I'm not reading your story. You got to give me five stars first. If you like the show, if you didn't like the show, you wouldn't care about me reading it. So anyway, give me five stars, please, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Himalaya, or anywhere that podcasts are found in any place you could give me a fabulous rating. And I want to read your story on the air in a future episode. Also, if you have had an EVP experience, if you have captured the voice of a ghost, Send it to me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. Be sure to tell me a little bit of a backstory and what you think the ghost said, and me and my guests will try to figure out if that's true or not. Please help my childhood dream come true of becoming an Instagram celebrity by following me at Roz. 
Drez Falez on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter. I have a Facebook page. You can find out some live appearances on there as well. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening, both living people and dead people. You mean the world to me. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye!